Welcome to another episode of Based News Network. I am here with Sophie, aka Jonah Varka. Hi, Sophie. Say hi, Sophie. Hello. And I am Kayo, aka Punk Revolution, now here with an epic episode of the news, the Based News Network, based on facts. Today we are going to be doing, in this, the latter half of the episode, the second half of the episode, we're going to be doing a review of the epic epic, mind-blowing freaking movie, Don't Worry Darling, which we've talked a little bit about in previous episodes because of drama amongst the cast. Um, it's it's much anticipated, I'm sure, among some of the listeners, because, I, I mean, at least I can't stop talking about Harry Styles <laughs> and this movie, so, you know, I, we thought we owed it to everyone to see it, plus I was kind of curious. Yeah, and we saw it together in person, so we will share all the ins and outs of everything you need to know about the movie. But first, we're going to start with talking about the news. And we have two big pieces of news for you. First things first, we just got the word from our producer that BTS is joining the army. No! Not the BTS army, the literal South Korean army, because they're required by law. To join the army there sometimes. So, yeah, um, I know a, a bit about this because when I was, like, 13, I was really into K-pop. And I remember the sadness of of learning that your favorite K-pop idol was going to be joining the military. And everyone was in shambles. Everyone was like, no, no. And, like, everyone was, like, devastated that, you know... Their favorite person is their their bias. If I don't know if you're familiar with Korean K-pop lingo, I am not. What is this? Bias. Okay, so um, a bias is like basically your favorite member in a group. Mm. So like people would be like when their bias like gets enlisted, it's like tragic for them. Mm. So um, I guess like. Now that I, you know, sit back and think about it, it is pretty weird that this is a thing. There's like, definitely layers to it's, it. It's yeah, no no, it's weird in the sense that it's it's unfamiliar to us Americans. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, I remember hearing about this before and um I don't know if you've ever met anybody who's ever joined the Korean military like any any men. I I mean, I have a have you? I, I have not. I um I, I had a friend who was who's who's South Korean who moved to the United States as a young boy and his parents like kind of really, really strongly encouraged him slash forced him to join the US military, kind of like out, out of like a I don't know, like they kind of saw it they're kinda of like a conservative family, like a conservative Korean family that saw it as like the right thing to do. Uh, and then I also have a Japanese friend who does who does have Korean friends who actually did join the military because they're re- required to by law. And from what I've heard, it's not really a walk in the park. You know, you might expect because it's required for all guys in the entire country that it would be, be like kind of like an easy peasy breezy thing. That's just like maybe you just go hang out at a military base for six months and you get to leave. From what I've heard, it's actually... Um, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. Like they, it's kind of reminds me a little bit of like a, a fraternity at a college where they like haze you. You know, it's like from what I've heard, I've heard stories of like basically the guys there, they really kind of, they kind of all desensitize themselves to the idea that they could die at any moment in the military, 
and um, bully each other, and it's just like a really, really intense, tough, hard, hard, uh, hard process. Um, you know, obviously BTS is a very, very valuable, you know, group of people for for Korea's an asset. They're an asset. To, they're literally an asset to to Korea's South Korea's well being. Right, and for that reason, um, so Jean is the oldest member of BTS, and he actually received. Um, like a two-year extension from if that makes sense like he was supposed to join the the military but then they kind of gave they gave him like two years because of the government did um because he was such a valuable asset to korea in you know the the hopes of uh you know spreading good a good image yeah no it's south korea to the world yeah no that's extremely extremely important like for any any country especially a country that's like a little bit like smaller and like you know in the process uh, process of like developing and growing still is like that is such a w if you can have like the entire world kind of like have good fuzzy warm feelings about your country because they like your creative output whether it's like i mean korea south korea is just totally crushing it right now between like squid games all their the movies and like parasite all the music like it seems like south korea has really won the world over with um all the awesome like output like creative output from their country and that is like a huge asset even like in terms of like i think even like in terms of like national security like you want like i don't know maybe if there was an attack on south korea from north korea maybe the world would be more likely to rally behind south korea and in defense of them because everybody really just like i know it sounds silly but no seriously no for real that's i i you're 100 percent right about that so it is it is it does open a really interesting debate on like multiple levels of like should bts be exempt from having to join the military both because I mean, they're busy guys who are playing music and everybody likes them. And also, even from like a geopolitical standpoint, you kind of want BTS to be active and like safe. Um, I'm sure because they're gonna, because they're BTS, they're probably gonna have like the most luxurious possible experience in the military. Oh God, I wish like someone could like sneak a camera in and like film this because um, I don't know if you know, but like, you know, they like shave everyone's head or like they, yeah. they gotta have buzz yeah. cuts. So like they gotta take off that makeup. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting look. I mean, I think it's, I don't know. Like, yeah, I saw a poll that said like 54% of Koreans uh, support BTS being required to join the military. So this is a very divided issue, you know? Yeah. Like I, why should BTS be exempt? Exactly. Exactly. Is like, the question. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, it would, it would raise a, like if they, it, if they did exempt BTS, it would raise a lot of questions like, oh, why did BTS get the exemption, but not this K-pop group? Or, you know, like what, like that's just, it just creates a whole very vivid dynamic of like class, you know, or if you're like a super elite person, you could just do whatever you want. And I don't know. I think the, you know, obviously this is a very contentious issue with the, the conscription in Korea. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people who live in Korea who are like opposed to it, and then there's more probably more conservative people who think it's great and helps build country unity or whatever. Um, and I'm I'm sure if, if BTS got the exemption, it would cause a huge stir of like OMG, they're just sending the poor's to fight in wars or whatever. Um, so I don't know. I guess I think it makes sense for them to join, but it is kind of like a mind-blowingly weird screwed up situation in a lot of ways too like just like imagine like every single like 
male like in the United States had to like enlist in the army you know I think that's a really bad idea but I will say there's definitely a little part of me that does kind of seem see the appeal of it like I don't think it's a good idea but I do as you know and this is just like a fantasy I know it wouldn't work out this way but there's a part of me that just sees like the state of United States of America right now where like everybody just hates each other so much that I feel like having like six months or a year or two years or whatever where like everyone is just forced to like a great equalizer situation yeah a great equalizer and I know it wouldn't work out like that like it probably you know there's lots of issues with it but I can kind of see the idea of like camaraderie and like brotherhood is like appealing to you it would be cool if it was like a year instead of like in the military but like a year of like building like I don't know uh high-speed rail systems or something Some like that. Some sort of, like, public service Yeah, that sounds endeavor. to me kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like it, too. Like, the idea of, like, working towards a common cause. Yeah. As long as you, like, actually believe it's doing good, though, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I can I see where you, you're coming from, for sure. Um, One thing I'm definitely interested to see is, like, the past... I mean, this is always going on, but I feel like, especially the past six months, North Korea has been, like, really, really... I don't know, maybe it's not special, maybe the news always tries to make it sound special, but it seems like lately North Korea has been more aggressive with shooting missiles over Japan and near Japan, doing all these like nuclear tests or claiming they're on on their way to having a nuclear bomb and stuff, and I don't know, North Korea is just being very aggressive right now, and I wonder if bts joining the south korean army gives like north korea an incentive to be more aggressive because they're gonna scare the shit out of bts oh fans. my god every missile is like no oh my god yeah wow yeah and also like something i was thinking about too is will the bts members get bullied in the military or will they be super popular will people want to be friends with them because they might get benefits out of it in the future are they going to be humbled are they going to have this experience where they're finally sort of lowered from this pedestal they've been on for years now and you know like i'm just interested in how this will affect them as people oh yeah me too um but i will say and as far as i know um celebrities and Korea particularly like idols so like k-pop idols um drama idols etc but mostly k-pop idols it's not the same as like celebrities in the United States where you you're rich you live in this house in Malibu and you know you have your own independent life um I'm fairly certain that like a lot of these uh k-pop boy bands and girl groups they live in these dormitories together you know they share rooms they they're sort of um bound to like very strict schedules and living situations by their management so their their management is big hit it's not like sm entertainment which is a lot worse um (laughs) not to get into k-pop management lore wow um but i I did um, not know it went that deep yeah so um anyway so they're basically already part of the military no for real that's that's a good point because like the they have these strict schedules where they have to do hours of physical labor which is like you know their dance practices Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. are extremely complicated and intense I'm sure they work out too. There's all these, I mean, beauty treatments I'm sure they have to get, yeah. you know, dyeing their hair. Um, 
it's not a walk in the park for them by any means. And there was a there, there was a quote from uh, uh, Kim Nam Namjoon or RM from BTS. Um, where he was basically saying, like, yeah, I've been in this group for 10 years and I haven't had, like, any room to mature. And I, like, don't think I can do that unless I have a break. Hmm. Would, you know, and just imagine that. Like, you're right, though. It is really, like, a military situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could kind of see if I was in BTS, when you put it that way. It might be kind of nice to... Liberating. Yeah, be in the military for a couple of years. Just, you know, be surrounded by a bunch of... Uh, guys who are from a you know because they're gay just kidding i don't i didn't know that <laughs> just kidding no they're not gay that well, ruins all the fan fiction i was reading oh i'm just kidding oh what do you ship because uh, i was i don't know any of them oh okay never mind i ship the whole crew as a great group of musicians Aww. as a musician i respect the art of music yeah so one i mean i know this isn't necessarily the topic of um the military situation but it's just crazy to think about being a musician, like a big musician in Korea and how different that is from other countries because of the role of management and the extreme, um, what's the word? Like discipline? Yes, discipline. Um, you're not allowed to, you're really, really not allowed to date. Dating is a huge scandal. Mm. Um, eventually some, uh, some K-pop boy and girl groups too, like they marry eventually and that's sort of acceptable. I remember someone from EXO, I think it was Chen, had a baby out of wedlock and that was a scandal. So these things wouldn't really be a scandal in the United States today, but the lives of these K-pop idols are so regimented and controlled that I know it's... There have been. Have you heard a lot about the suicide, like K-pop idol suicides? There have been a few. I did not know that. was I a remember. Thing. Yeah. So, um, if any of you guys are familiar with Shiny, Shiny was my favorite. One of my favorite K-pop bands. Mm. I loved them. Um, one of the members, um, Kim Jong Hyun, um, committed suicide. Um, obviously, we don't know why, but. It was presumably because of how difficult being a K-pop star was. And I've... God, I can't remember. Soli, I think. She was in a girl group and she she also committed suicide and it was really sad. All these times I cried because I, I knew these Aww. people. Like, I loved these people. And it was very, very sad. Um, but um, they've raised a lot of questions about how difficult leading this sort of life is. There's They feel like there's no escape. Wow. So... And I, so it should be interesting for them. Maybe they'll really enjoy themselves because this, I don't know how big their ego can be when their lives are so controlled, you know, yeah. they, yes, they are adored by millions, but they have no freedom, no, no freedom to express themselves. Um, so I don't know how high their ego can be. Does that make sense? Because they are yeah, already yeah. so oppressed by their management. Yeah. So I'm not sure if like going into the military will be a humbling process for them because they're already quite humbled, I think. Mm. Um, but now that now that I'm thinking about all of this, I'm, it might be pretty liberta liberating for them to live as like a normal guy. <laughs> you know, this is so funny because never in a million years did I expect this conversation to go towards, oh, maybe this is going to be liberating for BTS because like... I, I frankly don't know uh, nearly as much as you do about like K-pop K-pop culture and 
like I just picture like Justin Bieber you know what I mean like Justin Bieber is a classic example of like a celebrity who can do literally whatever the frick he wants basically or any I mean any American it's just you know in America like, I have to say even though it's like depressing to hear like about pop stars or anybody being forced to go into the military as an American who's just so used to living in a culture where celebrities can do whatever they want and always find a way to slip through with the cracks or anything, it's mm-hmm. kind of satisfying to see like, oh wow, yeah, I totally like, see what you mean. You can actually like, oh, you can like, you can actually like be a celebrity and then have to follow the same rules as everyone else in like an it's equal. It's kind of epic, but yeah. is it? But then there's the question of the ethics of you know forcing anyone to do that. Yeah. So I don't know enough about that. Neither uh, do I. I would love to talk to. Um, I, I feel like this is. I feel like this is like the most Korean. Like just my kind of idea of like South Korean culture. I feel like BTS joining the military is like the most like South Korean headline I've ever seen. It just <laughs> it like combines all my, oh my ideas God. of South Korea into one headline. So um, fascinating thingies. Do you have anything else that you want to say? I'm just. I just think. Um, I mean, I. I I hope I hope they come out making even better music or something like. I hope well, they- it would be. Ne- I mean, that's the thing too, is because they they really have no artistic freedom in writing their music or oh, like anything. They don't really. I don't. I'm pretty sure they don't write their music. They don't. Oh. They don't choreograph their dances. They don't. Not even the melodies. Not really the lyrics. As oh, far man. as I know, that's all written by their management. So they're basically the vessel. They're like a face. They're yes, the face. they're the face of this corporation that mm. is producing all this music um it's as far as i know according to my experience as a k-pop fan there's really no artistic input from the artists involved in the band so it's like it's hard to judge k-pop music because i mean well, you can judge it, like, just like, okay, this is a good song, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the, the people who are, you know, performing it are not really putting any of their own, you know, personal, you know, art into it or whatever. Like, it's not, like, their actual music, if that makes sense. So, it would be really cool to, you know, just see if, like, what if BTS came out of the military and was like, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm gonna go solo and I'm gonna represent myself i'm already such a you know like they're such big stars i'm sure they could succeed without management i did not learn i did not know any of this i i I honestly have a completely different perspective now on um on on k-pop i really thought it was just like kind of a um you know uh, a mirror image of the united states i mean obviously oh not at all not at all (laughs) you know i mean obviously with different music and you know like different like influence musically but it sounds i mean i don't know it's it's really it's really dark and depressing they have no like artistic it, control whatsoever it sounds like squid games squid game squid, oh i'm sorry i was i, was, I, was, we were <laughs> I playing, think it's squid game i don't know i think it's squid game but uh, yeah it's squid game but i think in roblox or is it games because there's multiple well we we were playing the squid game roblox game yesterday and i think in roblox i think they said squid games but i think the show is squid game i don't know okay it's a good show it's a good show and it's korean yeah um by the way if anyone wants me to live stream on twitch playing the roblox squid game just let me know it or and yeah me and kyle will do it yeah so let me know yeah please just please tell us you want us to do that please i want to do that yeah me too so anywho um 
yeah i i think i really encourage you to like look into this more it'd be a really interesting video topic for you i, th- I think like a video mm. where you could kind of get get into k-pop management because i think outsiders love to shit on k-pop like oh this is horrible music the lyrics suck there's like why are these random like english words that don't make any sense and yeah there's kind of a reason is that it's like that because it's it's kind of inherently soulless because it's all designed to make money that's what the role of k-pop is an really truly an industry and i know the music industry in the united states elsewhere is like that too but it as far as i know like these mainstream artists k-pop bands have no no control have no influence what is it what what, then why do people listen to it like do people i mean um so that's part of the design is because okay so what corporation what what like sm entertainment big hit yg all these um management companies these big gigantic corporations do is they hand select artists to be in a group that they name that they they decide everyone has a role i don't know if you know this but every k-pop member has a role so one is the face one is the um they're 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 like designated you are a rapper you are a singer you are the face which means like you're the there's there, you're the face so you kind of have maybe you're the most handsome one so you're the face and then you, there's the leader who's supposed to be like the leader of the band and like supposed to be like whatever i don't know there's the makine which is the youngest member they all have these roles that they're supposed to, you know, fit into. They're assigned these roles. That sounds so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every single member is strategically placed. Um, and they also raise them basically from not. Well, a lot of these these they, they start as trainees. So they enter the, com- the the corporation, like the entertainment. They get signed as trainees. And a lot of times they're like 14, 15 years old. And they're basically trained for several years to be a K-pop star. So they're trained how to dance, how to how to sing, how to rap, how to um, how to be a young little boy. That yeah, no, like no, for real. They 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 give you a makeover. They give you a lot of plastic surgery. I'm serious. Um, wow. Yeah, a lot of most of the most K-pop male stars have had surgery. Um, so anyway, they do that, and then they sort of teach you like how do you interact with the public? How to how do you you know have this image? How do you people to be fans it's completely manufactured from the ground up um yeah some of these boys go in at like 13 i swear to god like so they start as trainees then they are placed into a band this band you know that it takes a lot of time to develop the IE concept for the band and like the vibe of it and who's going to be in it and so on so it's not just like oh, we're these guys who came together and we want to start this band and this is our idea. No, it's complete. They have absolutely no control whatsoever. Okay, so I've learned I've learned two things today. One, I've learned a lot about K-pop. And two, I've learned that you know a lot about K-pop. <laughs> I guess you didn't know that about me. <laughs> I mean, I knew, I had a feeling. You you seem like a little bit of a, like a, I mean, I know I knew when you were 13, you liked a lot of Japanese stuff, but I, I guess. I had a phase of definitely liking K-pop a lot, so. Okay. Yeah. So, with all that it's very said, fascinating stuff. So, yeah, you should look into it more, Kyle. I, I think right. it would be interesting to you. You've got me fascinated. Now I want to listen to it with a new perspective. So, uh, I guess we can move on to our next topic, unless there's any last thingies you want to touch on with that. No, but I'm looking forward to talking to you after the podcast. About, after the podcast about this, because it's more. really interesting. All right, maybe we can start a maybe we can start a spinoff podcast where we just talk about K-pop, K-pop is epic. The podcast okay well 
without further ado, let's let's move on to another epic topic. An update on Kanye West being ba- a bad person, uh, being cringe. What? No. Okay. okay well, well, no. Let's just say no one saw this coming. So okay. So there's there's two there's two two there's actually there's actually multiple there's there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. Kanye, but like so first and foremost, he was on a podcast called Drink Champs, where he talked. He's he's okay for the, he 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 said he he basically said that when George Floyd died, that uh, the police officer's knee wasn't really even on his neck, and that George Floyd had fentanyl in his system. Basically, trying to say that George Floyd wasn't killed, even though all of us have seen the footage and know that George Floyd was obviously murdered. Kanye was kind of like doing these kind of like white supremacist talking points, trying to like make it as if like. And then he said, and then he said something about how what did he say. He, oh yeah, he 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 referred to like the media as the Jewish media. He said like I can't say this stuff because the Jewish media doesn't. So he's just kind of just spewing a lot of white supremacist Bunch of stuff, more anti-Semitic stuff from beyond last week. He's yeah. been saying yeah. And then today, this morning, like I feel like every single day, there's a new Kanye West weird plot twist. Obviously. Oh, I also want to just make a quick note. If you watch the clip of when he was saying that stuff in the podcast, it was literally it's like almost impossible to really tell what exactly he's saying because like he like he's just stringing words together and it's not coming together cohesively like he clearly is like extremely like extremely having a really horrible bipolar episode like he needs to be honestly hospitalized that's how crazy he sounds Uh, yeah for sure for sure uh and then today the news comes out that he is he's planning on buying the social media platform parlor Parler is a conservative social media platform that intends to like promote free speech, blah blah blah. Sort of like a Twitter for republic conservative yeah. people. It's kind of it's kind of weird because like Parler. So we we have so we we have so many of these freaking social media uh, uh, platforms that like are just basically conservative. Like we have truth. I keep hearing about these. We, now, we have yeah. we have Truth Social, which is Trump's. We have Parler, which is now Kanye's. We have Elon Musk. Seems like he's actually still planning on buying Twitter. We have get. We have what's the what's the 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 right way or something? It's like the fine. It's like a dating app for conservatives. Yeah, have you seen that? I haven't. There's Gab, and then there's also. Um, Rumble, which is the right, right, right wing YouTube, and then there's um, another. Uh, there's another one. So there's like it seems liter- like a burgeoning industry <laughs> that people are trying to get into. Yeah, there's literally I, there's literally six off the top of my head conservative social media platforms all talking about how social media doesn't allow free speech anymore, even though you have literally six to choose from now. Um, so I mean, we can go into how the whole thing is a grift, but the saddest part of this whole grift is that the CEO of parlor is candace owens husband okay and during his rambling interview on drink champs kanye west was was citing candace owens as like his source of why what he's saying isn't crazy and like he was he's like he's became like good friends with candace owens candace owens is a a um a right-wing, uh, I don't know, personality, I guess you could say. Yeah, she's a, yeah, personality, uh, what's a critic? Uh, she, yeah. Um, what's, I'm thinking of, like, a political commentator yeah, sort of yeah. person who is black. Yeah. Um, but she that makes, has denounced yeah. Black Lives Matter. Yeah, exactly. She's very conservative. Very, very conservative. Yeah. Like, she, she, like, last week, she was defending Kanye, saying, oh, that Death Con tweet, three tweet 
wasn't necessarily anti-Semitic. At this point now, if Kanye West is literally attacking the quote-unquote Jewish media, I think Candace Owens can't at this point deny he's being anti-Semitic. But the point is, is clearly Candace Owens is in his ear, becoming close buddies with him, and clearly... All of these right-wing personalities are just viciously after money. That's why all of them are starting their own social media <laughs> startups. They're all just lying through their teeth about how cancel culture is destroying them, hence why you need to buy these six different platforms or whatever. So it's sad because Candace Owens is clearly taking advantage of someone who is severely mentally ill. Kanye West is like hardly can even talk, like having a full-blown psychotic episode, and now he's saying he's going to buy the company that... Candace Owens' husband owns. It just really seems sick. And, you know, like, Kanye West has this idea that him buying this part platform is going to help pr promote free speech. But the thing, like, the thing is, is, like, the free speech in question is literally him feeling comfortable spewing anti-Semitic conspiracy theories without getting banned. It's like, there's so many layers of this being really fudged up that it, I think it's, like, the perfect embodiment of, like, the the like how transparently the entire right wing has gone off the rails don't have any cohesive ideas besides how can we use our stupid rhetoric about free speech to like leech money off people and Kanye West is both getting into this game but is also in many ways a victim of this game as well yeah that's a really great way of putting it i think so screw you Donald Trump oh yeah that's the thing is too is is t Donald Trump is now so Donald Trump did say, he made a couple comments like saying like Kanye West has gotten like too crazy or whatever. Like so Donald, even Donald Trump now is saying Kanye West is too I crazy. I feel like Trump has gotten like more tame. Am I wrong? No, no, no. He definitely has because that's that's part of the, that's part of the. Uh, Recovering from the January 6th thingy, you think? Well, or? I think he's, I think he's already thinking about how do you, how do I win the 2024 presidency? And the answer to that is for him to moderate. Like if he if he if Trump can just become like see like become a little bit more center right, like he has a the more the more center he can become because he's locked in the far right. Like the far right loves Trump no matter what. So now it's just a matter of trying not to scare off the more like moderate Republicans. So he's trying to moderate. But anyways, I also think the reason he said this too is also because Kanye is now a competitor of Trump. They both own conservative social media platforms oh, that's true so like trump is now has to shift full gear into okay kanye uh i mean think about it. kanye west donald trump and elon musk are all competitors in this really weird niche market of alt-right social media did you see elon's tweet about this no so he tweeted like a meme of Con like him and kanye like like some cartoon like it was two cartoon guys like jumping in the air and like high-fiving but like with elon's face and then kanye's face like photoshopped on them as if like they're friends like in this endeavor because like you know twitter and oh parlor like they're they're friends in this endeavor to you know promote free speech online and as if they were like friends and there's this camaraderie and clearly that's not true if they're competitors but it's, it's a mean, pr optics yeah. thingy but it's also just insane that this is the strategy <laughs> and i want to reiterate like twitter and you know this everybody knows this twitter you have plenty of free speech. you can literally post porn on twitter the only yeah the only free speech you don't have is like you can't say that like the Jewish media is trying to brainwash you into getting vaccines, and that's like you Which know, just maybe a good thing to not have. On yeah, <laughs> like so that's like that do is. Do we really need to? Do we need that? Like yeah. So so literally, like the purpose of these platforms is 
to help preserve like the freedom to be like anti-semitic and like and, like and look maybe you personally believe that like twitter should allow all free speech everything everything you want to be anti-semitic you can go ahead and do that if, that, if that's what you believe i respectfully disagree but like you have to understand like is this really the hill you're gonna die on is like like you're going to like destroy your entire career as an amazing musician because you want to defend the freedom to be anti-semitic on the internet like on on like social on twitter specifically i mean obviously it's like lame and pathetic like wow this is this is yeah exactly this is the hill you're gonna die on wow yeah and i i wish that like i feel like a lot of like the headlines i see from like you know washington post big news journalists like outlets they refer that refer to these as like conservative leaning social media platforms no, like it's not conservative leaning. It's it's just like literally the debate is about can we be anti-Semitic? Like it's not about conservative versus liberal. It's like can we be like like Nazis online? You know what I mean? That's like that's where that's where the debate has gone. And Kanye West, like I said, like I don't know, it's it's hard with him because like after seeing him in that podcast, I actually even though he's gotten worse, I feel like I have actually a little bit more sympathy with him for him because now I've seen You can just see how like you, I think last episode you were maybe considering maybe this is intentional for attention, blah, 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 to promote whatever, blah, blah, blah. And now it just sort of seems that, like, no, he's, like, deeply, deeply yeah. sick in the head. And I didn't mean to put that in such a derogatory way. I just mean, like... No, he's literally sick. He's Yes, he's... He's ill. He's, he's not. Ill. He, he's not well. He's having a medical crisis. Like he needs yes. like, a doctor to help him out. Like so. He, yeah, I think it's based on like what I was hearing that podcast because the words that were coming out of his mouth didn't make sense together. Like no sane person would speak the way he was speaking. Not only like the content, of course, and the argument, but also just the way he strung the words together. Yeah, no, it was were like, incoherent. They were not cohesive sentences. Yeah, they weren't like you can't even understand what he's saying so it's clear to me that he's deeply 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 ill right now and it's pretty sad yeah and the podcast host afterward was tweeting like omg my podcast episode's getting more views than football is and it's so sad because it's like you shouldn't be celebrating right now you should be like holy shit this dude is this dude needs to be hospitalized. You know, like people are so excited about their their little bit of clout they get because they're interacting with Kanye that no one is putting their foot down. So, anyways, it's a very depressing situation on multiple levels. Um Sorry, I just had to, I, I feel like I ranted a lot about that, but Well, it's I don't blame you. You love music. Yeah. It's a crazy situation. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's difficult cuz it's like well, I don't know how much of a Kanye fan you are slash were. Uh, I was a, I was a fan. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, so He's good music. Yeah, I, I just, mean me too. I'm like, just like so I I I'm just so shocked that like the mainstream discourse right now between like the right and the left is literally over like anti-semitism like is that really where we want our discourse to go it always comes back to anti-semitism time and time again literally it's a tale as old as time sadly yeah i know it's it's true it's like uh i mean you you hear a bunch of dog whistles about like you know an elite of you know mysterious people who are pulling the puppet strings or whatever from you hear that stuff from right-wing politicians all the time and it does sound very like you know uh anti like kind of like sounds like a metaphor for like classic anti-semitic language 
And um, I feel like now at this point, like, they're just getting even more and more, like, just whatever. That's the general trend is people are becoming more bold and they're literally just saying these things yeah. and it's working. So. And, and, and the thing is, is Kanye West is, is so rich and powerful that, like, I think 99.999% of people are going to hear him and be like, okay, he's being crazy. But there might be a few people who hear him and are like, well, you know, Kanye West is really smart. I mean, he he, he markets himself as a genius. A god, a genius. And, he, and he's, like, actually really associated with, like, the elites of society. Maybe Kanye West knows something. You know, like, this is just opening the door to a lot of really ugly stuff. It's really sad. Yeah, I think, luckily, most people are sort of, like, done with con well yeah. not done like obvious um, of course people are going to still listen to his music and that's totally fine but um they're done defending him yeah i think i think people most people have accepted that yeah maybe he is really ill like because i know people before were like you know he's like he's like a genius and he's he understands things that like we don't and yeah, no like- no matter what co- out, comes out of kanye's mouth i'm gonna defend it because he's like god he's a genius whatever but i think even those like hardcore fans are becoming maybe increasingly di- disillusioned with kanye or at least more aware of kanye's genuine need for mental health assistance yeah. um so of course they love kanye they probably really care about him they love his music but they're probably not endorsing his behavior and they're probably pretty concerned about his his mental state so yes now all i can say is i hope that kanye west's dad or someone close to him has the the same you know epiphany that like oh crap yeah, I mean, his his music is great, but holy shit, he needs to, he needs to go to a hospital. Because once you see some, if you ever see, if you ever in real life encounter someone having like a a skit, like a not skit, like a like a psychotic episode, bipolar, whatever, it's it's terrifying. And I mean, that's the only reasonable, like the only thing you can really walk away from seeing how Kanye West is acting right now is it's terrifying. So, alrighty. Um, Anything else before we move on to the big epic movie review? I don't think so. All right. Don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. Kanye West will be okay. Aww. Don't worry, darling. I BTS was thinking will be okay. Of, I was thinking of like how we could string that into a thingy, and you did it for me. Don't worry, darling. The the South Korean army is going to be epic, and BTS, yes! is, BTS is going to actually feel liberated joining the army. That's why you should join the army. Just kidding. Join the army. No! By the way, the CIA, this, the CIA sent me an email saying we should say something about... Jo- join the army! No! The CIA... Welp. What if the CIA and Kanye West and BTS and... They're all connected! Oh my god, they're all connected! Base News Network all connected. Alrighty. Well, so, yeah. So don't worry, darling. Well, I guess we can first start by saying that Sophie... And I went into the movie knowing literally nothing about what the movie's going to be out about. Which, which surprised me when I got there. I was like, wow, I literally don't know what is going on. Yes. The, um, f- the first half hour of the movie was, I would say, pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, my understanding based on the trailers, and mind you, I didn't pay a lot of attention because I was busy laughing at Harry Styles screaming. Um was um my impression of it was okay this is a drama a a romantic drama maybe something like marriage story that's sort of the vibe that i got 
from the trailer and I didn't see anything online actually like summarizing what the film was about because most of the focus was on the Harry Styles controversy on the Olivia Wilde Florence Pugh feud and Shia LaBeouf blah 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 there's so much drama associated with this freaking movie so that distracted me and I it didn't even occur to me till I was in the theater like wow I don't even know what this movie is gonna be about and in some ways that was a little bit exciting because I think nowadays like before you you, you kind of shop before you you buy if you know what I mean like you you want to read the synopsis of a movie before you see it because you want to know like okay is this something I would like which is fine and I do it all the time but like it's one of the few times where I like go into a movie like completely blind so there was a part of me that like was kind of excited yeah yeah i I love doing that with movies and like like i said the first like 20 minutes half hour because i also saw i thought with a movie titled don't worry darling with harry styles and like all this like real actual kind of like romantic drama happening behind the scenes on the set i also thought like this is gonna be like a i i don't i don't like romantic drama comedy whatever kind of films very much especially if it's like Featuring in the first 20 minutes of the film, like, two scenes where Harry Styles is, like, eating out Florence Pugh for no reason. It's like, you're sexist! No! no I think it's good to center... I think it's good to, to center female pleasure in film. That's what Olivia Wilde said, by the way. Olivia Wilde said we're going to have two eating out scenes to center female pleasure, which is great. But it's just... You can see why the first 20 minutes, half hour... If this is not the type of film I'm into, and it's giving off those vibes, why I'm not super into it... But then, long story short, both Sophie and I, believe it or not, ended up enjoying the movie more than we expected and more than it seems critics even enjoyed it. And it takes a lot of courage to say that, but yes. we are based on facts and we're giving you the facts. So Yeah, it's like going on Rotten Tomatoes. It does seem that the score was like in the like 40 like 40% or something like that. I don't even remember. Yeah, like I think it was even high 30s maybe or 42 something yeah. something ar- around those lines. So not good. You know, yeah. it had the little smush screen thingy, so you know it's rotten or whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um but I kind of enjoyed it. I yeah, I would give it like a I gave it seven like a, out of ten. Yeah, I gave it like a three and a half. Yeah, three and a half out of ten of five or I yeah. guess a seven. Um, <coughs> so, bless Anywho. you. That was I mean, science is epic. Thank so you. Bless you. Science you. Science you. Darwin you. <laughs> okay. So the thing is, is the reason one one of the big reasons why I liked it more than I expected was because I expected it to be one of my least favorite genres of movies, and it ended up being one of my favorite genres of movies. Sci-fi. It was a sci-fi kind of thriller, maybe like a little bit of a psychological kind of like mind fudge movie. Yeah, like is she crazy? Is she not? Blah blah blah. Yeah. It reminded me a bit of like, I want to say I was getting vibes from like. Nope. You know, the UFO movie we saw earlier in the year. Yeah, uh, I was I was getting, like, Ex Machina. Ex Machina, Midsummer. Yeah. Midsummer, I think, is probably because of both Florence Pugh and then also because, like, the music. It was, like, these, like, moaning... And it was, like... Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, it, it, was, it literally did sound exactly yeah. like that. Wow. Yeah. So I thought it was a little bit cringe. The it was music. very cliche. It's yeah. like, okay, you're just taking a bunch of, like, elements from other better, like, kind of, like, I don't even know what you would... Like, almost, like, A24-inspired, like, deep mind Was this A24? Movies. It probably... Mm, I, I actually don't was. think it was. But, yeah, you're right, though. Very A24. Yeah, like, trying to, like, appeal to the intellectual crowd with the, a mind-blowing twist at the end and stuff. And you know what? 
I do I I do like those twists. Sophie was able to predict the twist before the the actual twist happened. I wasn't, so I maybe I'm a fool. No, 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 not at all. I just I think that um I've seen a lot of well, I've seen a lot of movies like this and mm. I like the genre. I know you like the genre too. Um You're just smarter than I am. Just no, say it. No, that's not true. I think sometimes people just figure it out before other people do. I'm sure that this will happen again when we watch another movie and I won't see it coming, but you will. It also takes practice, like, if you're actively looking for that. I wasn't looking for it. Yeah, so... I was just I was just buying everything they were feeding me. Here's a personal anecdote. So my mom and my brother really like movies, and so do I, obviously. Um, but they're extremely, extremely good at figuring the twists out, like, way before the twist actually happens like i'm swear to god like five minutes like like i'm watching a movie that i know has a twist i've seen it before i'm like showing it to my mom and my brother and i swear to god they're just like oh this is what's happening like five minutes into the movie and there's like barely any clues and it's just like oh my god i'm an idiot how did you freaking figure this out so they're much better at that than i am even but i think that's sort of made me now like when i watch movies i'm so much more like critical and i'm really thinking about okay like what am i why is this scene here what does this mean blah 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 like i'm really really critically thinking about it so i think i've had some practice like actively looking for that and i think that's part of the reason but also just like some movies are gonna you know some thingies are gonna jump at uh, out at you more than they will at other people just naturally you know did we i we don't want to spoil the movie Sophie, you just ranted for 20 minutes about how stupid I am. No, I'm just kidding. No, No, you didn't. That was a joke. But Sophie, we're not going to spoil the movie, but we do want to talk about two little funny things we saw that I think were hilarious. One is there is a scene where... So the movie kind of takes place in like the 60s, sort of. Um... And there's a scene where Harry Harry Styles is like he like he gets like a promotion or whatever at and he he like gets to go on stage oh he go, he goes God. he goes on stage <laughs> and he like dances a long time and everyone's cheering him on and he's like he's like he's like he's doing like his little like like he's like he's like he's like dancing like a little like like it looks like he should have like a cane and like a top hat, yes exactly like, like, like he's like <laughs> he's like putting his like hands like far out and he's to like the side. and he's like like Bump. I, I wish like you guys could see me right now yeah like, so that's pretty epic and then there's another scene where we get to talk about harry styles being epic which is when he is he he's he's um there's no other way to put it but he's a neat he's his hair is all greasy he's wearing glasses he's he looks like he's a, like an incel kind of. He's an of. incel. I mean, he actually. I mean, yeah. I don't want to spoil, but yeah. So, oh yeah. So let's talk actually about Harry Styles acting because because I, I, there there are some funny scenes of him, but like let's talk about it. Yeah. So uh, another thing I just wanted to say before we get into that is I think a lot of my enjoyment of this film was just seeing Harry Styles humili- humiliate himself because of my sadistic obsession with him. Yes. Yes. So you know that's that's kind of I think why it's a bit of a plot twist that. What, we're, you know, when it's coming from us, you can believe us when we say, one, the movie was... It, it was decent. It was decent. It's not a terrible movie. And two, frankly, Harry Styles' acting, it's not atrocious. It's not that bad. It's, it's really it's not, not bad. great, but yeah. it's not it's not as bad as everyone was saying. Yeah. Which, trust me, devastated me. Do you know how badly I wanted it to be horrible? There were there were scenes like when Harry Styles yeah, was yelling. Yeah, there were yelling. some scenes that were pretty bad. When he was yelling, it felt really bad. But the thing is, is like first off, Harry Styles' character in the movie wasn't that important. You know what I mean? It didn't. 
like he was yes he was like a main character but that it didn't the role didn't really require much out yeah. of him and i'm sure that was by design yeah like the character is inherently someone who doesn't have very much depth or like emotion to them you know what i mean like it's i mean a, florence Pugh's character is this the central focus the entire yes. movie yes it's a, that the film is about her yeah yeah like he, uh, so i don't know i think it's a i think in terms of like you know upgrading harry styles from Dunkirk to a role where he actually has lines. I feel like this is a decent, good next step for him. Maybe, you know, there could have been a better actor. Maybe maybe a better male actor in his role would have actually improved the movie. But it wouldn't have made the movie from, like, a 7 out yeah. of 10 to a 10 out of 10. No, but, you know, no, it wouldn't no, no, have no. had a big role. And now that I think about it, I there's this question that I, I now am thinking about. And it is, would Harry Styles be better suited in acting would he be a better actor than a musician because we all know that his music is bad sorry not that good wouldn't it be better if he just really worked on his acting and just became an actor instead of a musician i I'm, think that would be better for i think a it lot would be of, better i think that would be better for, for society yeah i think so too i think he you know what i can't believe i'm saying this you know what i mean because i i was before like super frustrated at the prospect of him Oh come on! You've already ruined music. Why are you trying to ruin movies too? But I think this is a healthy shift for society. I might even like gain some respect for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe. 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 I, I am a little inter- I mean, I am interested to see how he 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 fares in um, My Policeman because I think in that movie he, he does have a bigger role, and I th- I don't know, like that does seem like a tricky role, but yeah, that's very emotionally charged, and yeah, you know, yeah. So we'll see. Um, and like I said, we we don't think he's a fantastic actor, but he he's not horrible. He's 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 below average, but he can play. He can play the parts he needs to. He can. He did fine. He did fine. He did fine. And also like. I don't know. I do think actually it probably did hurt the movie a little bit because like Sophie and I weren't the only ones laughing in the theater. Oh my God. Yeah. Lots of people were laughing because it's like, it's freaking Harry Styles playing this like, like it's hard not to laugh. Yeah. And I remember at the end of the movie, like when the credits were rolling, like literally everyone was laughing. Yeah. It was like a really dramatic. Yeah. Fucked up ending. And then the, and then like you'd expect people to be like, like it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be a part where you're like emotionally like, oh my god, that was that was heavy. Like, what did I just watch? Holy but instead, shit, like... instead the credits start rolling and everyone's laughing. I know. I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> I honestly thought like we were in the minority because like I th- I thought like yes, there's like a kind of a vocal minority of people who like hate Harry Styles and like their internet intellectual people, blah blah blah. Like, I-, I was assuming that the people in the theater would be like you know Harry Styles fans because there's a lot of lot of Harry Styles fans. Yeah. Um, but. Maybe they were, and maybe they just like, like holy shit, like what the fuck, yeah. like laughing, like everyone was laughing, which made me laugh because everyone was. Laughing, it's like so. almost like if you're a good friend of yours was in a movie, you couldn't help but laugh, like oh my god, there's my pal Tom in a movie. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it makes sense. But another thing too is like, okay, so Sophie and I did say it's a decent movie, we like it, but it it has its flaws. I did say a few times the first 20, 30 minutes were like pretty messy with the weird, like a, f- a few unnecessary weird sex scenes and stuff. Um, besides the fact that whenever Harry Styles walks on screen, you can't help but laugh. There's another aspect too, which is I can't help but ex- wonder if the drama we've talked about between Olivia Wilde, Harry Styles, Florence Pugh, and Shia LaBeouf, because that was like kind of a, a weird drama where like there's a lot of tension between the actors. If that contributed possibly to the fact that the movie felt a little bit messy as well, like it's a go- it's a good concept for a movie 
with you know talented actors and stuff but like i said like it felt a little like kind of jumbled like it like it was kind of too confused like it's supposed to be a little bit of a confusing movie but like it felt like too confusing at times there were some questions that were never answered in the movie like i can't help but exp- like this is maybe re- me reading too much into it but i feel like literally the production of the movie and the execution was maybe messy because of the drama can you give me an example of like something that made you think that well um Yes, I I think uh, okay. So there's there are specific things that do happen in the movie. Um, I'll just say like the plane. I'm not gonna give any spoilers. Yeah. But there's some things that happen in the movie that's like okay. This, I mean, I don't know. That that, that might be a writing flaw, but I, I I don't know. I I just I do feel like I don't know. I I I feel like especially like the first half hour of the movie. Like I said, like I think the unnecessary sex scenes. Like to me, don't you feel like the unnecessary sex scenes just felt like it was just content that was thrown in there for the sake of like Harry Styles fans? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. And maybe like they they had to reshoot a lot of stuff. I'm maybe because they changed the male lead. Um, maybe there was you know yeah maybe there were some th- scenes thrown in thrown in to compensate for lost stuff i think i honestly feel like they were like okay we got harry styles in this big role let's have him acting like and like the, and doing like some weird like sexy weird stuff that like we wouldn't otherwise put in the film but we're gonna do it because we want to like throw in that like kind of garbage to like get the tabloids going or something to like get, that to get the the harry styles fans excited because yeah. i mean a lot of them are in love with Harry Styles and they they're probably a women and they probably want to see Harry Styles do that because yeah. they like him. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like also there was this one part and like okay, maybe we're reading it into it too much, but like there's this part where like they're ballet dancers. Yeah. And like there's like this one scene where there's like kind of like this intimate touch between the Oh yeah, like the 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 evil guy's wife this is probably really confusing um some some woman basically who's like kind of leading the dance right like touches florence Pugh in almost like a seductive sexual way and the way the reason i say that is because there were these lingering shots like the camera the view of the camera looking at the hand and the placement on florence's body and sort of like this like a little bit of tension and like looks exchanged between them it was really odd and I thought, oh, okay, like, where is this going? And then it didn't go anywhere. I mean, maybe now that I think about it, like, there's, like, a like a bit of a shared, like, recognition because they, you know, they both at the end have, like, a yeah, thingy yeah. kind of that's in common. I won't spoil. Um, maybe that's it, but it just felt weird. I Like, I was expecting some gay stuff to happen. Yeah. Maybe that's because of Among Us. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, well, Among Us could be. But also, I do think... Um, I think there's a reason why, like, you and I went into the movie, and so many people probably did, and we continued to think so for the first half, half hour of the movie, that it was a romantic comedy. I do think they were sprinkling in a bunch of, like, kind of flirty, like, I don't know, just junk. That's interesting. I Actually, I, didn't not, I did not think it was going to be a rom- romantic comedy. I thought it was going to be a drama. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe a romantic drama. I mean, but I could see how it would go that way, too. Yeah. But I was I was thinking more of a drama, but e- someone could easily think of it as a romantic comedy, too. But regardless, like, they have similar structures and similar yeah. themes. Um, it's, yeah, the beginning makes it easy to think that. There was this one really weird... Remember that scene, Sophie, where they're, like, at this party, 
and then like Harry Styles and Florence Pugh kind of like go to this back room and he starts like pulling her panties off. Oh, yeah, he like starts like kind of they like start having sex and, or and, she, and she's like no not here there's so many people at this party <laughs> and they start having sex and then like some guy comes over and like looks at them and like stares at them for like five seconds and then leaves you know like i just mm. like i feel like there was a, like a lot of stuff in the movie that was unnecessary but like literally just like um fan fiction yeah, well, it's totally fuel for fan fiction as far as, like, the Harry Styles stuff. Like, do you, there's going to be so many gifts of that scene in question of Harry Styles doing a thing. <laughs> I swear to God, that, that will be on Tumblr. That will be on Twitter. I swear to God, I will see that shit. Yeah. Well, maybe if I look on a Harry Styles Florence, Twitter. Florence Pugh made a big dinner. She worked her... She worked her tail off making a fantastic dinner for Harry Styles to eat when he got home. And then he just throws her on the table and knocks all the food off the table and takes her panties off and starts eating her out. And maybe Olivia Wilde says that's centering female pleasure. But to me, if I were Florence Pugh, I'd be like, you're making a mess. And this is not centering my pleasure because you're ruining my dinner. God, Kyle's literally sexist. That's no. not my point. Well, I, it was just a cringe scene. Like, this would never happen in real life. Ever. I would, yeah. <laughs> That's not what I, I meant. Like, the, the thing on the dinner table. Like, then, like. You wouldn't make up. You wouldn't spill. If you're, if it's in this, if it's in the early 60s and uh, a steak costs you an arm and a leg. You're not going to knock it over off the table and make a big mess on the floor. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Like it, it's a, That's something that happens in pornography is basically what yes, I'm trying to say. Yes, literally pornography. It's, it felt like a porn thing. And like, if anything seems like porn, you're going to laugh because it feels out of place. And, and it's, it's cringe. And it's Harry Styles, which adds to it. Yeah. But anyways, even though we have a lot of ranting to do about the pornography stuff, the movie ultimately was epic. Yeah, so we're, we're sorry. Like, we should have given it the benefit of the doubt more we had fun we had some laughs for sure because of the cringe and honestly shame on oh yeah that's one other thing too is the it does seem like the movie critics are giving this really 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 low scores but the audience scores are quite high which happens sometimes um you know like i think on ron tomatoes the audience score is like a 75 percent while the while the critics is like a 40 percent so i was wondering do you think it's possible that you know it's a small world the the movie maybe the industry the movie industry is kind of small maybe like a lot of these critics have some like connection to the drama as well and they're like i don't like these people like the same way you and i were like you know we were being like snobby like oh we hate these people because they're just doing petty drama and maybe the movie critics are giving it a lower score than it deserves because they don't like the drama i don't know or maybe we're wrong no we're right maybe you have a wrong interpretation they're wrong they're wrong we we're base news network the other movie critics are giving it too low of a score because they're biased by their hatred of harry styles i guess you're right because like we hate harry styles too but we are giving it a good giving it a good score and we both liked it without talking to each other you know what i mean like we both left the movie we didn't talk i was and i was a little bit scared because i'm like fuck i kind of like the whole yeah. time, I was like, "Damn, I kind of like." Yeah, it. no, I like I'm scared. Too. Like, oh my god, he's gonna judge me for no. liking it. Okay, first off, I wouldn't do that, and second off, <laughs> like Sophie and I didn't watch the movie at all. We, I mean, we we did watch them. We did watch the movie. We didn't talk while watching the movie, and then we both left. And then afterwards, we looked at each other like, "Dang, that was pretty good." Like, you know? Yeah, like, and I wasn't expecting that from you because, like, 
Because I'm the biggest hater of them all. No, I thought something was wrong with me for liking it. Well, see, this is the issue with um, movie critics who aren't us. Is they are dumbasses <laughs> and they give you, they plant the seed. Among us. I'm just saying. No, it's true. It's true. Yeah. So not only do you get the true news here from us, but you also get the true correct ways to interpret movies. Blonde is a terrible movie. Don't worry, darling, is pretty good. We will give you more movie updates. On The Policeman, on which the is policeman. A- another much-anticipated film review from us. So let us know if you like the movie reviews, because we really like doing them. So Yeah. And we try to put a little bit of news in there, too. You got the BTS Army update and the Kanye update. Mm-hmm. Very important. Nothing else is going on, especially not in Iran or anything like that. <laughs> or China or anything. Or not in a new RuPaul's Drag Race season! We will talk more about RuPaul's Drag Race, possibly, next episode or something. Yes! Okay. Anything. He's centering female pleasure centering right now. Ple- this is how you correctly center female pleasure. You don't throw the freaking dinner she just put on the table all over across the ground so you can eat her out without asking him for strict consent first. What you do is you talk about RuPaul's Drag Race on the podcast. No. Yeah, it's true. Anything else before we go, Sophie? Nope, I don't think so. Alrighty. This has been the news for the week. We... Love you for watching and listening, <laughs> and thanks for giving the high rating, giving ratings. Those ratings help. We mm-hmm. need people to rate. We, please sp- tell your friends about the podcast, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We are growing. We are actually growing every single week because of all of you. We really appreciate it. We want to k- keep doing this and make a big, beautiful network of. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Base News Network. Base News Network. Bye.